check, check, check. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, my sick-ass voice, <laughs> that means you are now tuned into the Introverted Intuition Podcast. My name is Jeff, a.k.a. Uh, the Ambitious Introvert. Um, I'm trying to figure out how we're going to do this episode because it's a bit unique. This episode was supposed to happen with you guys. Uh, we're going to introduce yourselves in a second, but okay. like this episode was supposed to happen, like I think, maybe over a month ago, at least with you, Grizz, right. but like we had to reschedule. So I'm kind of doing this in a different way. Uh, if you're hearing this episode... Uh, it'll be the first of two episodes of that week whenever you hear it, probably sometime next week. And uh, so this is going to be kind of like our first type of bonus episode, mostly because this was been happened, song overdue. Mm-hmm. Might as well put it out with another episode. So kind of like a working title in terms of that, but we may, we're may we not going to do this too often, but this is just because I want this episode out as soon as possible because, like I said, it's supposed to been happened. And uh, today with me, uh, my co-hosts aren't here. Everyone's absent. CR is somewhere. Coco and Lanny are somewhere. I'm, I hope they're all, all okay. Uh, but today I have two guests with me, one on the way. Um, two guys who I told you guys before we got on the mic, before the show started, that I was just instantly, like, I guess, first of all, impressed uh, at your talent. Thank cause you. Because that's what I, was, I noticed I first. It. And then I met you guys as a pers- as people face to face, and you were just genuine individuals. Yeah. So I'm, I was immediately, like, down to have you guys on my show right. and just talk. And, um, yeah, so please introduce yourselves to the people. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So I go by Grizz LaFleur. You can follow me on Instagram at Grizz underscore LaFleur. Um, I'm a producer, rapper, uh, artist, um, and overall music lover. Mm. I go by the name K Rock the Illis. Uh, I'm an artist from Jersey. Uh, I dabble a little bit in producing, I mean, making music, but solely right now I'm just writing songs, trying to, you know, get, you know, push a lot of good content out there. Um, also VP of my own company, Jump Out the Frame Records, um, slash uh, entertainment. Also, so yeah, yeah. And the facilitator of our meeting, who's not here, CR. Right. We've got to shout out CR because yeah. I wanted to met you guys and got introduced mm-hmm. to your music. Yeah, Jump Out the Frame for real. And um, but it's crazy. Like we met, we chopped it up. We were. I wasn't sober. I don't think the times I met y'all. I've never been. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I but think like, I caught you when you were sober though. Or you called yeah, me on the yeah, cusp yeah. of getting fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, it got rough. Uh, but I don't really know about y'all too personally, like too much. Like I don't know really where y'all from, right. how y'all got into music. So whoever wants to start, just please tell me and the listeners your story a bit. Sure. How'd you get into music? Where you from? Blah blah blah. You got yourself situated. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's connecting. Uh-huh. Well, um, I guess I'll go. Well, I was introduced to music by my uncle. My uncle raised me. Um, his name is Trez, and he was a producer. You know, as I was younger, he had like. He had three soul artists that he worked with, but in general, he's a producer. He had a you know studio in the basement and everything, and um, he used to make beats, engineer, you name it. anything with music, he was able to do it. And um, just growing up, I just watched him do everything. You know, he would let me in on studio sessions. You know, let me see the background of how everything's done. So that's why when I say you know I make beats a little bit, because yeah. like I was introduced to the background of music also. And a lot of people don't know that about me. Everybody just think I'm an artist, but, you know. So, yeah, I mean, growing up, he would let me, you know, listen to his instrumentals. Uh, but one thing he would never let me do is get in the studio, you know. He would never let me get in the booth. Da-da-da. But he would always let me hear his material, his uh, instrumentals, the songs he did with artists and stuff like that. And, like, he introduced me to hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, like. Old school hip hop, not even like the new school, like old school, like eighties, uh, nineties type shit. Eighties, nineties type shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's how I was introduced to music. You know, it was in house for me. 
it was in-house for me, you know. So, I mean, my rooms, it was the basement, <coughs> studio, and my room. I was, my room was right next to the studio. So it was just like, while the studio session going on, I could hear the bass. Yeah, everything. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Beeping on the wall and shit like that. So it's like, yeah, it was, a, it's a, it was a good experience growing up, you know, just seeing everything. Just, you know. What part of Jersey did you grow up? Uh, Roselle, New Jersey. Roselle. So I'm from the, that 908, you know what I mean? So, Facts. What about you, Grizz? What's your, where'd your musical journey begin? Shit. How did it begin? I would say my musical journey began in the motherfucking backseat, bro. <laughs> like, I remember stories of my mom telling me, like, my dad coming to drop me off. He's got the souped-up Honda with the sound system in the back. Mm-hmm. I'm in the I'm in the baby seat, <laughs> thumping some goddamn... Um, uh, feels like my life's playing tricks on me, you know what I'm saying? Word. Some old school shit. And she's like, you know, why you got my son back there with all this loud ass music? And I'm like, nah, he like it. Like at the age of four, I could spit a whole uh a whole um Bone Thugs and Harmony verse. Sheesh. You know what I mean? Just cause I was listening to it so much. Word. And then my mom would always like quiz me, like, riding around, who's that voice? Or what instrument is that? You know what I'm saying? So I always right. had, I was. I feel like I was always being tested for it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I can always know and understand what's going on. And then, like, people noticed that I had a knack for it. So they would ask me even crazier questions, like, how many times did they double that singer's voice? Or what type of EQ did they put on it? You mm. know? And I was mm. able to answer these things because I, I listened to music a lot. Yeah. So, um, you know. It just developed from there. That's crazy. I yeah. feel like everyone's introduction to music is through our parents. Like, through yeah. osmosis, their that's, love of it that's the right. is that's kind of hereditary in a yeah. way. Like, it's transferred over to us. Yeah. Like, I remember my mom, like, loved Jagged Edge. That was, like, kind of one of my first, form, yeah. earliest forms of, like, really liking music. Right. Yeah. Then I got into, like, going backwards to, like, Michael and then okay. even further than that, yeah. jazz and shit like that. So, um, what were you free from originally? Shit, I was born in Irvington. Uh, lived crazy. in Mount Clare till I was about eight, and then moved to Roselle. Lived there from eight to twenty nineteen, uh, twenty or nineteen, and then um, now I live in Mount Olive, New Jersey. Oh, he get a detail details because I grew up, <laughs> I grew up in Irvington too, right on Florence Avenue. Oh and shit! When I was ten, I moved to Roselle. Mm. That's for the rest of my life. I just grew up in Roselle, yeah. then I moved and stuff like I, that. I was raised on a Elmwood Terrace. Like, okay. You're not familiar with you're not familiar with that L and with Terrace. It was like I don't mm-hmm. know if you're familiar with the pizza place Big Joe's. Big Joe's. It was kind of oh. like it had roaches on the pizza. That's what I was really known for. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't having. I ain't never eaten no roach pizza. But I'm like I about that. Right. Like, no. Nah, right I'm like you ate some roach pizza. I've bro? seen one, man. I've seen mm-hmm. one. I've seen hey, one. Man. So can y'all recall like this might be a little too far back to remember? Maybe the first time you decided to write raps or try to write raps. Or, sorry, like high school, middle school. Shit. My first song I probably wrote. I was had to be like. 13 and I still got I still got that notebook to this day like of your just earliest my, raps of my earliest raps that's bro. crazy wow. I mean it's a little it's a little bent up right now but I just used to just I had instrumentals on hand you know what I'm saying yeah. from my uncle but I was never able to like get in the studio and just you know record and stuff like that but he always like I said he always let me listen to him so I always had written raps you know what right. I'm saying but even when I didn't have instrumentals I, I would just write you know just freestyle and stuff like that so was it but did you want to start that because of you? You heard what you were hearing, like you felt like you could do that too, or was it just no? Nah, I natural... just it was just a natural instinct. It was just like I just fell in love with hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And like you said, it's our parents introduced us to these genres, and I feel like hip hop. It just it talked to me. You know, I felt hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah. 
What about you, Grizz? Do you recall your earliest raps? I don't know when I started writing raps, but I know I did it real early. I could tell you when I stopped wanting to be a rapper and started wanting to be a producer. Mm -hmm. I told Rover this story uh, a couple days in the studio. He had a kick out of it. Pretty much I was in sixth grade. And I miss, I'm in Mrs. Elizabeth's class at Grace Will Day. Shout out to her. Mm. And, uh, yeah, with the wooden teeth and the pins in her arm. That shit was crazy. But, <laughs> Took a um, George Washington shit. Yeah, man. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm kicking it with her or whatever. She's, got, she's giving us a test. And I look over to my mans. I forget his name. But I was like... Yo, I just wrote these bars. Mind you, we in the middle of a test. You know, you ain't supposed to be talking, whatever. Yeah. So he like, all right. And I spit him to him, and he was just like, Yo, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn, bro. Hmm. And I was just so hurt. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, All right, fuck it. And so ever since you know? then, yeah. But I always, always wanted to learn how to make beats. It was just because I, I'm young, so I didn't have an on hand producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, uh, when I got to Votech. My man Trayvon, he's actually a producer too, named uh, Blazing, uh, DJ Blazing, mm. um, out of North Carolina. Uh, he downloaded Fruity Loops on my computer. Mm. I didn't ask him to; he mm. just threw yeah. it on there. And this is like two thousand, I say, seven. Yeah, and mm. just so I just stopped drawing and whatever, and just started making beats. Yeah, because Fruity Loops is easy to use. Too. Right, I heard that right. many Fruity times. I kind of wanted to make beats myself when I was young, but I always I never got past like the pencil on the lunch table. Yeah, and um, I feel like I, everyone in their life, like any type of person involved in hip hop, had right. their first hand experience of trying to rap. Yeah. yeah, trying to cipher and shit. Did y'all like cipher and battle oh, coming all up? The time. Oh yeah, all like, the battle. Time. I mean, we're. Me and Rod, I mean, Rod, he used to freestyle, and I mean, anywhere we go, and I mean, he gets just on the spot, just freestyle. So I was always around niggas that just, you know, freestyle, yeah, rap, good. stuff like that. Yeah. But my, I, I was never able to freestyle, bro. Like, Damn. I was just never able to just grasp, you know, that on the spot thought, you know what I'm saying? That thought process on the spot, just, and it just flows like that. I was just never able to do that, but I admire people that could do that shit. Like, it's, it it's, seems kind of insane, like it, to have all those thoughts just stream out of you, yeah, instantly. And, and some yeah. people do it with ease, like just flowing, flowing like water, just the thoughts, just, and it all makes sense. You know what I'm saying? You got different people that freestyle different ways, but it's just like I can't do it, bro. And like I tell people that offhand, just so they know, like, because I'm not gonna sit here and try to freestyle for you if yeah. I can't, you know, if I can't. I was going to actually have a beat ready queued up for y'all. I've got to get the outscore. It's just y'all do like a little cypher and shit. I, yo, I wish. Shit, I wish. <laughs> um, I ain't stepping down. Oh, so you, you I, freestyle? I like get to it. I mean, I'm not the greatest in the world, but I'll give it a shot. You know what I mean? Word. Shit. That was a bar right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so can y'all recall the first time y'all tried to actually focus and hone in to make a song? Like a, a song that made sense? A song that sounded good that you were confident in? Like, mm. because I feel people just rap, and you know what I mean. So, my first artist, artist that I was working with, his name was um, Heartbreak London out of Memphis, and um, mm. it was just this young kid I was working with. Um, he would hit me up all the time. Yo, man, I fuck with your shit. Blah blah blah. I like your beats. Da 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 da. So I just started sending him stuff, and then like. You know, he was working out of certain studios. Mind you, he's in Memphis, so he yeah. was in a uh, Young Dolph studio working with his engineer. So I'm like, cool, if I'm working cool. with him, my stuff's getting played in that environment, maybe mm-hmm. it might get picked up. 
um, you know, by another artist. Somebody else might hear it, whatever, da-da-da-da. Um, and then after a while, it just wasn't it wasn't doing anything, you know? Like, yeah. we released a couple projects. They did what they did, but it wasn't really sticking. As far as me and Rova, um, it's always kind of been there, but uh, it was like, Tomsy would hit me up, say, yo, I need beats, I'll send them, but, you know, nothing dropped. And and that happens a lot of times with artists as a producer. Like, you could just send stuff to people. Yeah, and yeah. You don't know when that shit's going to drop. Right, right. You just don't know. So that, I kind of changed up my whole, whole style as, to far, as far as to how I deal with artists. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work with just anybody. Yeah. Like, if I say I want to work with you, that's because I believe in your talent and I see you moving your product. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to give you something for you to sit it on the shelf because that's pretty much what a label gonna do to me. Yeah, there's a you lot know? of producers like that though. Yeah, they just send this shit to anybody because right. they so eager just to get out yeah. there. They want to be heard. They want to yeah. be heard so bad. So you have to personally believe in their vision as well for you to work for them. If I don't know you, you're probably not getting beats from me. Mm. Even you know if they I mean? offer him money, you don't do anything. It's for not them. about the bread. That's very interesting because... I got a lot of hustles, you feel me? So that like, is interesting, I, I do music for the love of it. Mm. And that's why I'm working with the team, like w- what I'm working with. We go by OKG. Okay, I got 80000 right now for that one beat. So. But I fucks with you. No, so no, I'm gonna take you don't even know me. You so I'm going to take that 80000 I just see you in the hallway. I just see you in the hallway with your headphones on, with your beat machine. All right, all right. 80000 right here. Let me clarify that. What I mean by if I don't know you, I'm not going to work with you, is um, like if you... Like, up and coming. You know what I mean? Like, I could get it if you're hungry and, you know, you just starting out. That's a little different. Right. But if you've been around and your stuff just not moving, you ain't got no support system. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. kind of, like I said, I don't want my product to get sat on the shelf. Yeah. You know? See, now I kind of want to test y'all integrity in terms of, like, what y'all would do for money versus what you would do mm. that you actually believe in, like, right. your morals and shit. So let's say tomorrow you walk out this door, you get a, a call from a label, right? Mm. Uh, an exec, uh, one of the scumbag type of execs who who's, who people who know yeah. that he was he knew about all this R. Kelly shit, all this other dark shit that goes on in the industry. But he's offering you a big bag to be on his label. Yeah. Would you not work with him, knowing that that he was aware of all this dark shit that goes on in the industry, or would you just walk away from the money and stand by your integrity and just you know do what's right? Well, that's a lot of details that come with that because you got like you know. The in between lines. I need to know what's in between the lines of that. Well, let's say even involved. Like, say, say this person is involved. Like, who was he was directly? I don't know. In the room, there's proof that you know this person uh, was involved. Yeah, nah, but, but there's, they nah. still have a job. <laughs> Once you said nah, Bull was in the room, nah, yeah, right. like, nah, <laughs> nah, right. yeah, no, not not in the room of like it happening, but just like he he know he, I don't know he saw this shit going on. It's right. it's out there. It's public knowledge. Right. But this well, person Kelly, still has a well, job. R. Kelly and all them. Anything, just more dark shit than that yeah, yeah, going yeah, on yeah, in the yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there anything that would like deter you from taking a check? Like anything that you just personally would it's believe? It's a lot in? of questions. I would have a lot of questions before I even like even consider to go down that route, bro. Yeah, because I'm I'm down to the details, like you know, contract type shit. Like right. I need to know like everything. You know what I'm saying? It's and like, I'm talking about how you like for you right now. Not saying you guys' pockets are hurting, but right. like. $100,000 could be life-changing. Yeah, yeah. So I was curious if, like, yeah. right now, if you got offered it. Going right to get me a Bentley coupe. But, nah, um... that, that won't be the first thing I do, though. <laughs> that sound that sound like something nice, but, I mean, I'm all about flipping and investing. So oh, fact, fact, fact. That'd yeah. be the first thing I'm going to do. Nah, I'd be fact. talking, like, the bullshit, but I, I know how to, you know, I got to maintain. It's I, got, I got a lot of people depending on me. 
Word. Yeah, I, I, feel, I kind of feel like I, I could see you more as the type to stunt and you as kind of the more type to invest. Not saying right. that's who you are as a person, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel that. Like, you would stunt once. And don't get me wrong. When I get that hundred, if I had it, and I mean, you would stunt? I'll stunt, bro. First but not thing. to the OD amounts these rappers be doing, right? Yeah. I mean, nah, because I got, I got vision, bro. This shit crazy. <laughs> yeah. you know what it's saying? a lot like, of shit that I get done first before I start stunting. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's a lot of background shit in the background that got to get done. So I'm not worried about what people think of me or, you know, trying to flash, be flash and shit like that. All that shit, I mean, I'm at the age where it's just like, I need to get shit done. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got I got mouths to feed and shit like that, so. So you're mainly like a rapper. Oh, just to clarify to the listeners, these guys, they're cool. They're affiliated with each other, but they're not like a group. You guys right. are just, you're your own separate artist, and I'm kind of doing like a group interview type. I actually grew up with this guy. I didn't Facts. grow up with him pers- like closely, but I mean, he was around. I mean, we went to the same school and everything, so it's Facts. like. Right. I just don't want any confusion if they try to find you guys like on, yeah, yeah. after the interview and shit like that. Right. Yeah. Um. So, him. So, okay. So you guys seem like pretty cool, like. Real integrity, like, kind of, like, strong, you'll follow your morals yeah. to the end, but yeah. you got a certain amount of money, you bank Cal, you're going to stunt. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right, so what it is, like, uh, left ear Riley, right ear Huey, you know what I mean? I got, I got, all right, build up for the family, da-da-da-da-da, like, word. yo, what's crazy is I used to practice, when we was at Abraham Clark, I mm. used to practice, like, speaking to the kids, like, as a motivational speaker, because I knew I was going to be like this, mm. you feel me? Not even on no cocky shit, it's just... Once I set my mind to a goal, it happened. Right. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. But, like, I used to, like, I'll be in my room, and I'll just, like, ha- I'll have a big-ass smile on my face just because I know I'm going to get to the point where I'm going to be able to help or support yeah. people with what I'm doing mm-hmm. in life. I feel you. You know what I mean? So it's just, like, I know other people can't see the vision. Yeah. But the way I see it, it's beautiful. And that's the crazy thing. Other people can't see the vision. You got to make it happen. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they don't see the vision in the yeah. beginning. You know what I'm saying? Well, so what do you do about this type of people? Do you just keep working and try to convince them? Or do if they no, just really not, don't see it? it's not even it? about convincing. It's just yeah. stay on your... I'm going to stay on my path regardless if you believe... If you don't believe me and you don't believe me. I'm going to stay on my path. Right. And eventually, uh, eventually you're going you're gonna to try to come in my energy. You're going to try to you know follow my energy sure. down the line. You know what I'm saying? At some point... So let me ask you this, though. Like, you guys had to have been conscious of the fact that this is an oversaturated market. The podcast market is oversaturated. So how did you guys have the confidence to be like, yo, this is what I really want to do, so I'm going to do it? Just having a love for music, bro. It's like, I just, I genuinely have a love for music. And it's just like, regardless of what the situation is, oh, you don't think I'm good, you know, you don't think I look like a rapper. It doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying? It matters, in my mind, what I believe in. Right, right. Right. As far as me, um, like I've had people in my immediate circle tell me it's not going to work. You know, once you hit a certain age, hang it up like it's not for you or, you know, what you're what you're pursuing is a is a market that like you don't have any connections. And I actually have some family ties in the industry, but I'm not looking for that type of exposure because, like I said, it's not about the bread for me. I want to build something. I want to build something that's going to last. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? For generations. Right. Def Jam celebrated 25 years. Rockefeller been around have a long, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I want to be the next. So you want to do it on your own? Not not on my own. Like, we got the crew, OKG. Well, no, I mean, like, um, your own way, like, without using the help of right, inside right. resources. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, mm. but if it if it's in a, on the level where they hear it and want to support, I'll take that. But I'm mm. not going to be on your line. Hey, yo, cuz, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, check this out, mm. you know? That's interesting. That's kind of, I don't know. 
if I had ties right now to get into like a bigger podcast market, I right. think if it was family, I think right. I would use it because I know what I'm doing is so good. Right. It has to be heard. Uh-huh. Like it should be heard. So that's interesting yeah. that you want to do it your own way. Also, some of these people I don't know directly. So it's more mm-hmm. like, you know, my mom kick it with them or my my other cousins kick it with them, but mm-hmm. I don't personally kick it with them. Yeah. So I don't have that connection so I can go, you know, hey, hook me up. Right. I, I never wanted that. That's it just like I don't even like borrowing money. So you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's that, yeah. Is it pride? I feel you. Yeah, yeah, pride. yeah. My my pride is strong. You know, it's it's foolish I in mean, a sense. As it but, should be though. As it yeah, should be. Right yeah. now it's all about playing these seeds though. You know what I'm facts, saying? facts. Yeah. You know, you got a lot of people that take like you said, a lot of people that take the quick cash right now, but mm-hmm. you know, Somebody got to plant these seeds for the next generations right, to right. live good, especially our people. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, I got kids, you know what I'm saying? I need to plant these seeds now so, you know, they good when they get older. They ain't got to worry about nothing. You know, they ain't got to mm-hmm. struggle or go through the shit that I've been through. Investing for the future. You know what I'm saying? But people, a lot of people don't think like that. It's yeah. all about planting the seeds now. Somebody got to plant the seeds, bro. That's kind of what Nipsey was on, kind of. Facts. Facts. I want to right. get into him a little bit deeper as we, uh, we go on. Uh Rover just showed oh, up. Rover What's up, bro? Yeah. Right. Um, What's good, bro? What's up, man? Have a seat. Uh, just take the seat right here. Put the headphones on. Um, yeah. Wait till you get settled. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, bro? Introduce yourself to the people. Hey. Uh, Can the people see him? Uh, you probably can't. But nah, I mean, kind of. Uh, oh, it's all good. Yeah. But um, my name is Ricky Rover. Stage name Rover. Artist name Rover. I'm part of OKG. So, are y'all like the founders of that group, or y'all just yeah, know each other we do. No, nah, we the yeah, founders. like right. I joined, but it was just you know him starting it off, yeah. and then he hit me up to be a producer on the crew, and then I eventually became one of the rappers on the label. So yeah. let me just get this clear: main stay is like rapping, producing. You do rap, produce too, or well, I do producing also, but I'm mainly the just the artist, you know. Um, you know, we do a multiple of things, but we try to dip and dabble in different things so we can be, you know, diverse and things like that. But right. I, my main thing is just being really an artist and writing. And, you know, I know Grizz want to do other things also as well, right. but, you know, but he started off as a producer, but he's a great artist as well. So right. we just dibble and dabble in different things. Right. right. So do you, like, wake up each day and shoot, decide what you want to work on and focus on that for, like, the whole day, like, all day of producing, all day of rapping? Or do y'all separate y'all time and do all that? I mean, shit. Some days, you know, I'm working on multiple songs in one day. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Or some days where if I got I really got a hit on my hand, it's just like I'm working on that one song just to you know get that one song done. Right. But I mean, as an artist, we working on three songs in our head per day. You know what I'm saying? Three plus songs. You know what I'm saying? It don't really matter. Um, Is it as simple as like hearing a melody in your head and like it turns into like an actual song or to like actual flow? Can be. It can be. Yeah. yeah. It depends it on can, the moment. Yeah. It can. It can just be that. Or it can be something that, as you know, something uh, last week or a month ago, you like, oh, that can go with that, or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just it happens spontaneous sometimes, and sometimes it happens like it's predictable in a way. Yeah. You, word, know? Word. you can't really gauge it. It's just a feeling. Word. How yeah. often do y'all put y'all personal lives in y'all music and your art? Uh, uh, like, all right. <laughs> First off. That's a great question, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to just put this out there. I'm a thought. So, um, hey, speaking the truth. You got to speak the truth, bro. Hey, I be, I be on some wild shit. Like, 
You owning it. Yeah, the life awareness is key. The life I live is kind of crazy. Mind you, I just came from a church convention this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I I mean, he wasn't sober too. Add that in there, bro. Bro, Bro, I had a sober in church, bro. Listen, I had an open bottle of ENJ in the the soup pocket. He's really serious because he's Um, so serious. He called me while he was doing all this. Don't say the church name. Lord was definitely watching it. Don't say the church name, bro. I'm not saying the church name. But um yeah I uh <laughs> they was doing the tie so I went to go get up a little bit spilled so it was running down my jacket a bit and I'm like damn I just smell like alcohol Word. and then the pastor just looked at me and he was like I'm gonna pray for you son I was like already like that's why I'm here Word. you're supposed to no. do that you know what I mean but you know yeah man everybody. yeah it was it was a great day how you how you feel about that question uh question K Rock I don't really I. I, I always put. Mm. I mean, I'm sh- I'm trying to you know ease in you know parts of my life into my music. Right. You know what I'm saying. But as far as everything I have out now, you wouldn't, you won't, you won't know nothing about me. You know what I'm saying. That's interesting because someone like Drake is like very candid with his his life and every song is about his life. So yeah, I wonder and if that's like an and I think e- that's, easy decision. That's a great thing, though. Artists doing that and like you know expressing everything that happens in their life and their music. That's For a good real. thing too. But it's also not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy just telling the world everything. You know what I'm saying? So, for real, for real. So if it's not your personal life, where does the content come from? I mean, to be honest, it, it can come from anywhere. But for me, yeah. I, I know that I have to be personal with my with my writing and my lyrics and certain things like that. Because to me, rapping is just not rapping for me. It's like therapy for me. You therapy, feel what I'm yeah. saying? And I, And I know that... It's other people go about it by different ways, but for me, it's not like I have a choice. Like, I have to write because it's just smoothing. If I don't, I get frustrated through the day. Word. Like, I have to do something musically to get through my day. It's yeah. like, it's you know escape? what I'm saying? It's an escape form. Got it. So for me, I, I, I put a lot of effort into spitting or, or saying certain things that are subliminal to my lifestyle because it's just yeah i i i'm a big thing on that on subliminals i can't state exactly because i don't want exactly for people to know i think that's what i do i do that i'm more subliminal but like you have artists that just tell straight out yeah drake saying chicks names yeah yeah, yeah. and that's and that's great i mean i hey i (laughs) no i didn't did it before i didn't did it before Uh. but it's just certain Shit. times when you get up to a certain point, you really can't do that. Like, you yeah. gotcha. you really got to keep your cards to yourself. You really don't want everybody knowing your business, especially if those listeners that you saying are listening to those songs. Right. You know, I, and I did that. I made a mistake a couple of times saying people's name and didn't really know how they would feel about it, and they actually felt hurt about it on certain situations. So hmm. that made me kind of gauge back and try to say a little subliminal. You know, either way, I'm going to get it out there, but I just, right. the way of me getting it out there is, you know, very right. cautious. And, you know what I'm saying? I, I may have chosen, like, the wrong songs to listen to on the way here, but I listened to one of your songs on the way here to kind of get, like, a good comparison to all three of your styles. Yeah. yeah. So I listened to Black Queen. That's, what I'm, that's my favorite song yeah, by you. That's just dope. Hard, bro. You have a track. That shit is hard, bro. I appreciate it. You have a track called Faded. Yeah. And you have a track, her track by you called Gang Gang. Okay, yeah, yeah. So those are all dope <laughs> songs, but, like, they're all kind of different in a way. So uh-huh. I was curious if you guys have, like, a certain i guess title for your type of style or so, is it versus just versatile gang gang like i treat my soundcloud as my sandbox i can throw whatever i want in there it's gonna fit sandbox you know, no matter what type of toys you have it's gonna work hmm. so 
That song, um, we have a TBN group chat. TBN is my homies out of Hillside, New Jersey. Um, Shout out to TBN, you know, for real, for real. Stay with the gang, you feel me? Yeah. But um, so my young boy, YTA, who's another rapper out of Hillside, New Jersey, his son, um, he was just playing around with him, and they was teaching him how to say it. So it was TBN, gang, gang. <laughs> and I just chopped it up, threw it in the beat, because I wanted the homies to rap onto it. But like you know, I was talking about earlier, sat on the shelf, yeah, so yeah. It, it just hasn't come out yet. But hopefully they get to it. So that's pretty much just an instrumental, you know, for the gang. But I put it out there for other people to enjoy. Right. Yeah. So can you take me through your process of making Black Queen? If start to finish, uh, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, I'm on a versatile. Um, oh, versatile. Okay, I got it. You know, just I don't want to be boxed in. You know, just one lane. I feel as though I can do everything. Right. Hmm. And, like, I mean, my favorite is, like, really, like, turned up shit. Like, you know, you rapping fast, there. like, talking my shit. You know what I'm saying? I enjoy rapping, you know, on uppity-type beats. Is but, um, no, oh, go ahead. Why, why yeah. is that? Like, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, any songs with, like, energy, like, on some, you know, for example, Meek Mill-type energy. You know what I'm saying? I like yeah. songs like that. You know what I mean? Rapping fast and just... The whole song just has, you know, feel good song, uppity, you know, energy. Hmm. I like trash like that. You know what yeah. I'm but uh, I can also slow it down to some R and B shit. You know, it's like I just like, you know, dipping and dabbing in everything. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel as though, you know, <laughs> you might like one song, you might like a different song, right. you might like a different song. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's just like, and I'm I'm open to everything, bro. Like from my perception as like a fan of music, I feel like you should be able to do that because yeah. if you just do one sound. You'll get it'll get oversaturated and convoluted fast. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. Yeah. Um. Back to your question. So, Black Queen. I so the instrumental itself, um, produced by Exotic, um, one of the producers on our label. Yeah, I met him. Before. Um, I had that beat for a good like solid year before I even like wrote to that beat. Oh, that's dope. Um, it took me a while because like I knew that beat was like I had to write something special to that song, and um, it was just a random day, and you know I mean I'm texting my wife. And she always texts me, you know, what you doing, King? What you doing, King? <laughs> and, like, I'm just, like, I'm at work, working, writing in my head. I'm just, like, text her back, what's up, Black Queen? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Black Queen, bro. Like, Black Queen, bro. That's that's it. Yeah. And then, like, from there, I just took that word, Black Queen, right there, and I just ran with it. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to create something special that that meant son, that one, you know, that that needed to touch, you know, people of our color, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wanted to write something where, you know, when you listen to the words, you can actually feel the words, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, I wasn't just talking some bullshit. I mean, and it's, and it's crazy because the song is is so simple. Yeah. The song is so simple, but it, it speaks volumes. It's super right. digestible. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like, and that's what it's all about, is a lot of people can't make music like that, you know what I'm saying? To make it so simple and so digestible, you know what I'm saying? But um yeah, Black Queen is inspired by my wife, bro. Um, it's definitely involved. It's, it's definitely sure. involved. I love that. Shit. And I mean, just, when I I just want to say my little comment. When I first heard it, you know, I hit you right up and was like, "Yo, that's it's it's a vibe." Like you know, what I'm saying you could tell when somebody is sticking to something, a certain feeling that he felt. Yeah, you know, writing that song or spitting it in the booth, it just was real. Again, what we talk about being therapeutic. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like it was very therapeutic for him yeah. to stress that about, you know, him, you know, having a wife and having a black queen and, you know, all of his situations with, you know, his wife and things like that and how you get in the love and stuff like that. So I really, really, really. Too many can relate to that. Too yeah. many can relate to that. And I just yeah. feel like 
you know, women in general, like, they need music like that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. music that's dedicated to them, for bro. Real. People in general, for yeah, real. People, yeah. Even outside it's of the like, music, women real. need us, like, women need more support from us, you know? Yeah. There's so yeah. much negativity they, yeah. they get daily, you know? Right. Harassment. Fucking yo, dudes still out here getting mad at chicks for breastfeeding, yo. Fam, there's a dude. There's a dude. Yo, there's a dude in the Bronx. He, a dude in the Bronx bro. just killed his girl. He just right, I just seen that. For sleeping overnight. Bro. It's the male ego, man. It's too yeah. fragile. Oh, you it's deserve to take a life over what? Wait, what? Like because that's... she stayed overnight in, I guess, stayed at a friend's over... house. And... Oh, she killed him? No, he, no, killed, he her. killed her. He yeah. killed her. Wow. Wow, shit. put up a... It's Put on crazy. some 2K or something, dog. Oh, you need right. to occupy your time. Mm, for sure. Right. Yeah. Granted, I'm glad he turned himself in, but he a bum. Did he turn himself in? I yeah. thought he just got nah, arrested. Turned, nah, nah, he, he turned, turned himself, himself in. in. He, he turned gave him the keys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, could you put a title on your style of music? Um, Not really. I just I just think of stuff that comes to mind. Like I, I can't really pinpoint of my style. I could say I, I have a certain... Rapping, Wu Tang kind of thing. Like I'm an old school type of rapper. Like I like lyrical stuff as well, and I'm I'm very old school. You know, mm-hmm. like I I grew up on Method Man and listening to Red Man and listening to my favorite rapper Styles P. You know what I'm saying? Like my first bars that I ever heard was Lil Wayne mixtapes eras. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Way way back then. I'm talking yeah. about Drought too. You know what I'm saying? So that was the music that I was listening to. Good old days. Growing yeah, the good old days when people didn't care about money, they just was rapping just to, for other people to hear hard bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know what I'm it saying? Was all about it, bars. All yeah. about bars. It wasn't nothing about no stage <clears throat> presence or money beats and all of that. Beats was, and the beast was fire. You know what I'm saying? But it was bars. So yeah. that's what I came up on and you know, I dibble and dabble in different things, so I can't really pinpoint it, but I, I'm a hard like core old school type of rapper. Are y'all accepting of like all the newer rappers, like the all the lows and the fucking they all Me sound personally the same? I love it. He does. Yeah. Me personally, I love it. I wouldn't uh, say I love it. I I accept it. I mean Man. I'm not that old yet. I'm twenty seven, but like I still am kinda like I like my I'm old a, shit. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. What's good is right. what's good to me is what I believe is how it should be, you know. Right. Lyrical miracle shit. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's, like, all, it's all, all about the lyrical shit. Yeah, it's it is all about, about it's all about the lyrical shit. I just don't I accept it, but I don't agree with it. Like I can say that. Like yeah. I can honestly say that. And I know he and I know me and Grizz, we he shares certain artists that he knows and I share certain artists that I know. And it's and it's a different it's a different type of concept. So with that being said, he just he likes his certain style and I can't yeah. Like I can hear it, but I can't. I can't really like listen to it. Like, I won't go back and listen to it. Yeah. Like if he showed me something, be like, "Yo, this is hot." Like I, and Bob is not and be slapping. <laughs> I'll look at him, and be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's cool." But I can't never go back to it because that's just not my style. Some of it sounds fun. Like there's right. this one rapper yeah, on the West Coast, uh, Low House Phone. <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah, a dumbass yeah, yeah. name. That's my nigga. But that, that should, <laughs> it sound pretty cool. Like on when you catch yeah. a certain type of vibe. Uh, you know what I kind of noticed, like with these newer rappers, though, I feel like there's no sense of like competition anymore. I feel like they just they don't want to be the best; they just want to be be accepted. Yeah, they just want to be out there, bro. Um, I, I yeah, I think they want to be out there, and they also it's it's about money now. They don't care about yeah. the content. It's really about money. Like a lot of these newer artists, you can even go back to you know I don't want to say artist names, but 
it's a lot of artists that just be like, yo, I don't really care nothing about music. Like, I want to do this for money. I'm not like, they don't I'll care about the blue face. He's one of the rappers I heard say that. Yeah, Car- Cardi said it. Cardi said it. Word. You know yeah, what I'm mean? saying? And that's not knocking her because she's she came up. You know, she a yeah. great artist now. I feel like she putting in she the hustle. Win, yeah. But you can't <laughs> right. <laughs> but you can't you can't get on. You can't say you don't care about your art and say you just want to make money. because yeah. that means that the day that it drops. And your 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 junk not slapping. You moving on to whatever you moving on to get bread. Yeah. You never cared about the art. You just want to make it for the money. At and the I can't time, agree without with that. It's like it's a lot of people that's working the job they don't like, but they there for the money. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's if you have example. that opportunity, good example. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. But okay, with you saying that is even if they there not for that morals. art. No, I know, I know yeah. that's not your your morals, but I'm saying. Even the people that's working for that job, right. it's certain people that have that job and hate it, but they know that it's a process that they doing it for a greater good to get to another job or get to something else. Right. Yeah. They there because it's, it's slapping and it's making money. They don't care about nothing. They just, mm-hmm. oh, that's the money, so we're going to stay here. I hate it, but we're going to stay here. She don't got a college degree and got a kid, and what she doing working? Yeah, that's, that's a fact. <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, I, I hear it. I just like I said, we we agree to disagree on it. I bring up competition also because you guys are very supportive of each other. It seems right. like from my perception, of course. Right, but at the end of the day, you guys are all in the same industry. You all trying to mm. come up. Do y'all yeah. feel a sense of competition between each other? Well, since this nigga Rover started producing, <laughs> I've been cooking the fuck up okay. because this man's trying to catch up to me. I be seeing yeah. the process. Like I, I kind of look at the bull as like a, a engineer as well mm-hmm. because he spends so much time EQ and mixing and mastering the tracks that I send him. The stuff that he's working on, he's very delicate with the process, <laughs> and right. he, he definitely takes his time with Word, it. So I appreciate it. now that the fact that he's picked up producing, and I see that same compassion with that, I'm like. Like, oh, I gotta, you know what I'm saying, get in my bag. Yeah. I, I just, I honestly, I just want to be the best for my team. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is, this is a prize. Like, if, if he wasn't here, I would still be doing the same moves that I'm making. But since he is here, he's a big part of the team. It's just like, I feel like I have to be my best, not just for myself now, for him as well. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Because I can, and, and I can make a beat. And I probably won't even rap the beat, and I'll send it to somebody else, and they rap over. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just a, 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 it's just a camp thing. Like you know what I'm saying? We really just trying to be the best we can be, not just for us, for yeah. ourselves. You know, I, I didn't pick up producing just to, you know, just to be in the basement doing whatever I'm doing. I picked yeah. it up because I really want to help the crew. Be you more know, contribution. That's dope. Yeah, for Do real, you, for real. I agree with what he says. Because um, like CR, it seems like you're direct competition. To uh, me. Yeah, but CR I never, is calm. Shout out to CR for real. Yeah, for shout out real. to real. CR. Shout out. But in general, yeah. I never looked at it as a uh, as a competition. I mean, I just looked at it as you know, we all pushing to be the best that we could be. But at the same time, you know, what I'm saying, like you said, we all in the same industry. We all working together, supporting each other, and it's all about you know right. support at this end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Making well, something bigger that's bigger than ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I mean, yeah, CR. He you know he he go hard, bro. <laughs> Not me. I'm gonna try to go back to back with him, but on the same time. We're on the same teams, like mm-hmm. whoever makes it first. Every, I suppose no, everybody comes like, with them. I, we look at every song as a. We try to bring hits out, you know. Every song, right. you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's just like we not. I'm not slacking on any songs. Right. I'm not. It's no time to be putting out bullshit songs. Right. Like we at the point where we take this shit as like a professional thing. Like this is 
this is our craft. This is the business for me. Yeah. I'm running the business. So it's like everything we do is serious. You know what I'm saying? So it's like at the competition, yeah, at the end of the day, you can say it's a competition, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I'm supporting him, going to his shows, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. and vice versa. Facts. Right. Facts. And I, I don't really want to say it like they coming with, like, say if a certain label came up to me with an idea or whatever like that, I can't say Grizz is coming with me. It's a, it's right. together. Like, it's either you take us as us or you don't take us at all. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, and I, I'm yeah, real hardcore about that. Like, yeah. I don't really want people to be like, yo, Rover is a nice artist and everybody else just fall through on the camp. Nah, like, yeah. everybody that's on that camp is slapping. Everybody else is putting in hard work. Yeah. And if they not, then they wouldn't be in the camp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm really hardcore about that. Like, I don't want I don't want nobody else slacking and I don't want nobody else to drop. Like we here, this is us. It's a us thing. Yep. It's not just an I thing. How do you get in the crew? You gotta get jumped in? You nah. Gotta pay, you, gotta <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta get jumped in, bro. <laughs> oh damn. You gotta prove Yo, I gotta get man, don't I gotta get jumped to get in the crew. A week work. later you gotta catch a body. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> don't let these people fool you, bro. But like, like do, are y'all accepting of working with like having new people in or is it just strictly who y'all with now is gonna you gonna ride with? Well, it's a it's a Thing. I, I, it would definitely be a process for somebody like yeah. you, you ain't just gonna hit up the line and be like yo I want to yeah. be it's down you know what I'm saying and we have people that's that is like that like or just hit us line like oh yeah yo y'all crew is slapping like what's up can we right. be down like no <laughs> like it's a lot of people like know? that that's on the outside looking in right. you know what I'm saying it's right. a lot of people like that bro yeah it, you just gotta put in the hard work to be yeah. honest and we gotta and we gotta have a certain chemistry and a certain connection yeah Interesting. you know what I'm saying and I'm 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 really hardcore about that like he he knows that like I've been with Grizz for since we was young young days you know what I'm saying yeah. Grace Will Day yeah, Grace Will Day days okay. yeah. damn so right. that's when we were young you know what I'm saying so it's just I'm not as accepting everybody like I have to know that you have good intentions as a person and I have to know that you have good intentions as an artist and if you don't then I I can't rock with that I just can't I feel I can relate to you guys on this level because I feel like we're putting our we're betting on ourselves and we're putting our all into our yeah. passions, right? Right. Shit, all money. Plan in. A or plan A, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but have y'all ever considered the thought of a plan B? Do y'all have a plan B? That don't exist. For I, me. Like we're, is there an age gap? Like if y'all if y'all not on by this nah. age or time, is that is that no, it? No, 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 no. No, no. Not at all. Jay Z dropped his first album when he was twenty six. Right. There's no age gap in this in this game of artistry. There's there's no limits to this game of artistry. I think Danny Brown was like between 32 and 36. Right. What was Brown. the artist Danny that Brown. he took was, that bag and ran? Right. He did. <laughs> I'm glad he cut his hair and got his teeth fixed, man. We had the one uh, that's <laughs> crazy hair to the side. That was a little too much. But the albums was dope back then. So. Right. Trinidad James had that one hit, and Don't he was like 30 something. I want to say it was one hit, so, bro. Nah, nah, he, ain't have, he had more than he one more hit. Than he one had, hit. Right, yeah, right. Trinidad. He, yeah. Had, he had a couple hits, but I'm saying after that. But y'all wouldn't feel comfortable with, like, your art is out there on the internet. There is right. a chance some young kid will find it and be inspired by that. Absolutely. That wouldn't be enough for y'all, even if y'all didn't make it to Absolutely. potentially inspire the next generation? Shoot. It's all about pushing it forward. Yeah. You know, inspiring somebody to want to pick up producing. Great like, I got I got cousins Absolutely. and other family members that's like, oh, I didn't know you were into this. Absolutely. I've been working on this. 
or I heard your stuff and it made me want to go back in the studio and work on something. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, it ain't meant for everybody. Shoot, it might even not be meant for me. Yeah. You know, but the fact that I can inspire the next or, you know, push forward the culture. Yeah. That's Bro. what it's really about. Yeah. I've had a few people tell me what I'm doing is definitely inspire them. That's that's more than enough. That's more fulfilling Absolutely. than me getting that check mm-hmm. for a big podcast or something. That's, and, that's, but, and, that's, and that's exactly what, I, what we was talking about earlier. It's yeah. people that do things for the check mm-hmm. and it's people People that do things for the greater good and yeah. things. Yeah. You're doing it for the greater good because that check don't matter if you get two and three people saying, yo, I'm inspired by that. Like, I want to go and do that. And every time they see you, they want to do something that inspires them to do something. And it's a line. Like, yeah, it's, right. a, it's just a big fishing line that mm. keeps going and going and going because that person is going to do something. Then somebody else is going to follow that person. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's more than about money. Because money comes and goes. Money is replaceable. But certain vibes and certain connections with people cannot be replaced. Irreplaceable. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Moments like this, like you guys coming on this platform and sharing your story, that means more to me than me possibly getting a check one day. Let's say I get a check from this interview, you know? This experience tonight is more valuable to me than that check. Yeah. Just because I I really fuck what you guys are doing. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Nah, this moment, it's a special moment, though, because this is like my first interview. My first, first interview. Oh, yeah? Even how we met, and I mean, just off the vibes, mm-hmm. it was like, "Yo, like, you know, you, you're mad cool. Mm-hmm. I want you to come on my podcast." And like the energy there, which is like, it was amazing, bro. Right yeah. off that, or do y'all tune in the podcast ever? Like, what's y'all history with them? Well, I, I I knew the podcast like from just from CR, like you know what I'm saying, yeah. just just from watching him and seeing him on the podcast and doing what he was doing. So I knew, you know. I just meant in general. Like, do you listen to like, other podcasts in your free time? Oh yeah, I mean, I listen to like podcasts that are very controversial like i listen to joe button podcast sometimes like you know what i'm saying joe button's my man plus he from you know that's a jersey native yeah, yeah. so of will course we, will we consider that a mainstream podcast now because i think they got the yes. spotify deal yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they got but the they still keep spotify. it like real rudder, it's, it's they was cooking up deals with apple too yeah. so yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't right. just like they was just lacking they already had deals cooking up with apple right. before they even had to deal with Spotify. So what about underground so, uh, podcasts? You want you fuck with any underground podcasts? Yeah, I mean, my man is cooking up. Um, I, I don't remember the name of his podcast, but my man is cooking up. Uh, my man from St. Pat's is cooking up a podcast that he doing with sports and things like that. So I follow a lot of upcoming podcasts. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really on the internet as much as I should be. I'm not a great fan of the internet, so I try to be on it as, when I do, I try to be productive as I can, but I'm not savage like a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? It's some individuals that be savage on the internet. Let me introduce y'all to a savage. Um, Yeah, go ahead. I'm an internet baby. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? AOL chat rooms. I was getting yeah. kicked out like a mug. AOL uh, chat rooms. He's an internet so, and he's an internet savage. Like, I can see hey, it. I can see it. If yeah. y'all remember me from Tiny Chat, was good. Never um, even heard of it, bro. <laughs> Tiny nah. Chat. That sounds made up. Like, I remember yo, AOL chat. Yo, that shit was nah, lit. Aim, I remember screen names. names oh, man. I seen the nigga get shot on Tiny Chat. He was walking down the what? street with his MacBook Pro trying to stay up in the chat. And niggas seen him with that big-ass bright screen lit his ass up. Oh you know what I'm saying? God. It was a weird night because, you know what I'm saying, I ain't tell nobody. I just, like, went to sleep. That sounded like some dark web but shit. I, I woke up and it I was is like, damn. some dark I said, web shit. Hey, right. But back before you had to go to the dark web to see shit like that because mm-hmm. it was in abundance. But um, so being the fact that I'm an internet baby, my podcast experience started back when Fat Man Scoop and his wife started Man and Wife on iTunes. 
because I used to, uh, you remember Happy Tree Friends, the cartoon? Uh-huh. It would be like these animals that would just die every episode. Some crazy shit. I'm a wild, I'm a, what's the name I'm a, of I'm it again? I'm a what wild boy. What's it was name? on G4 TV as well. Okay. Yeah. G4, G4 the video TV. game channel? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Why well, it sound like it was on Adult Swim? I thought it was G4 on Adult still around? It should be. It no. should be. It yeah, should nah, be. Nah. It should be. It should be, bro. RPG for man. Um, so was was cheaters. Yeah, they used to run that in cops all day. Yeah, but um, so Happy Tree Friends was on iTunes as a podcast. I found Man and Wife. This is like probably two thousand six. Um, I'm I'm twenty six right now. Uh, in two thousand six, I had to be goddamn by like nine eight. Um, it was a sex podcast. So back to the part where I was talking about I was a thought. <laughs> it's um yeah, that kinda influenced me. And they used to have some with this shit. you know, hey, you know, hey, that's around the time we got into sex ed, whatever. I was just I was going home doing homework. Right. You feel me? So I learned a lot of things. It was a great podcast, very uh informational. Um definitely uh opened my eyes to that aspect of life, you know. Um I had certain traumas that went on in my previous uh times that um kind of advanced my brain a little bit yeah. as to what adults do. So, um, yeah, I was intrigued by it. And, yeah, from that podcast, I, I stayed with it. I don't I don't consume too many visuals unless it's, like, anime or something like that. Right. Um, I don't... I don't care for fake people interactions, so I don't watch too many, like, TV shows and things like that because it's scripted. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, anime is too, but... The you can capture you can capture everything you want horror sadness laughter joy that's all in anime as well so mm. I just prefer to get it on that perspective Word. you know it's funny and I, I and I didn't know that myself so me looking at that like oh I didn't know that's why he watched I knew he watched a lot of anime but I never knew why mm. I mean so. it's, it's there's really only one anime you need to watch to get everything you just described uh, you've seen Evangelion yeah that's like yeah. psychological that's like horror at least as a kid it was yeah. I'm going off a tangent. I want to I want to start an anime podcast like separately oh, when I get popping. Hit uh, me up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hit this man now. <laughs> Please do. Shoot, Yu Yu Hakusho, yeah, uh, Cowboy sure. Bebop, Naromi Kenshin, uh, Big O. Um, shoot, gonna whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I properly explained like the reason why I started this podcast to you guys ever. Yeah, but basically, a uh, podcast for me. I really suffer from depression like a lot. Yeah. About a year ago, year and a half ago, it was like really, really heavy. Mm-hmm. But I noticed about myself certain podcasts like the Joe Budden podcast, like the Brilliant Idiots, yeah. were my escape from that, right? Mm-hmm. And when I finally got to that space of like a clear mind and clarity, and you know, when we listen to podcasts too, like someone says something you disagree with, you find yourself yelling in your phone, yeah. but no one can really hear you, right? right? So two reasons why I want to start my podcast. I wanted to be heard mm-hmm. and I wanted to provide that same form of inspiration and escape mm-hmm. for people who right. suffer from depression as well, like those shows did for me. Right. And that's how Introverted Intuition was born. So I was curious, like, what what are your guys' escape from depression outside of music? and Or do you even suffer from depression at all? You're lucky enough to not experience it. Uh, do you guys suffer from depression ever? What do you do to get out of it? Every day. Uh, as far as, like, like I, like I touched on a little, I don't want to go too deep into it, but I've had certain traumas that have happened to me in my past. And for a big portion of my life, I felt defeated. But... It just got to the point where I was like, fuck that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm real cocky now. I wake up every morning like my shit don't stink. I, I believe in myself. It's not even really like cockiness. I I have a goal, and it's going to happen. 
You know what I mean? Right. It just is what it is. Can't nobody stop me. Can't nobody deter me. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I've had people in my circle tell me it won't work. Or or even outside of music, things I have a vision for, they tell me it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Or if you reach a certain age, which is like a limit, yeah. you know, they want to put you in a box. If I reach that point, don't pursue it anymore. Yeah. And it's like, why? You know? Yeah. So, um, as for, yeah, so depression... I deal with it every day, but I keep a smile on. I make people happy. That makes me happy. Push forward. That's a good question, though, because you said outside of music. I use music as, you know, my getaway, you know, Mm -hmm. to relax myself, to ease my mind, to, you know. That's that's how I deal with my depression. Music's true. But that's a good question. I should really think about, you know, what else do I do to really, like, Get away from depression. Because yeah. for me, when I'm you depressed, should. I That's feel like I can't really create properly. So if you get depressed enough, maybe you're not being depressed. Nah, I, I put, sometimes I put music on. You know? Sometimes oh, you yeah. gotta. Sometimes you gotta use that depression, like, as a as as an outlet to make art itself yeah like yeah. you know what i'm saying i know that's kind of hard it's it's easy to say rather than be done yeah. it could be the but spark. but it can it can do that and yeah. and going off topic but a song that i have on the on the last album that i made was called depression right like right. you know what i'm saying so produced it's by me yeah produced by him so it just really is about what you feel in that what you feel in that moment and how you can express it rather it doesn't matter what really people think. Like, it just matters how you get it out. Yeah. Like, it can be you yelling 10 minutes straight. If that's okay, if that's going to make you feel better the next two days, then you do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for me, I have I have multiple different outlets for depression because I suffer do depression hardcore. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, every other day when I wake up, like, it's it's hardcore, bro. Like, and I don't I don't really be talking about it to people because I take my exercises very seriously, and I do do meditation and I do do yoga, mm. and that's something that people should pick up. Like, and that's something that I'm actually working on. Uh, talking to, I ain't discussed this with Grizz, but I'm talking about with the principal of our old high school at ACHS about having yoga classes and having actual meditation classes in the high school. Mm. There's that's no awesome. high school, yeah. it is, and there's no high school that's in this New Jersey era that has classes for actual meditation and calmness and thinking. Mm-hmm. There's no classes that really in the United States about doing that. Right. So, And that's a big part of it. Like, you can sit and talk about mathematics and, and, and reading and English and all of that shit if you want to, but that's, that can't do nothing about when you're in real life, when you're in some deep shit. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you have to have those practices of controlling your mind. So I really feel like meditation is a big thing. I feel like meditation could heal a lot of people. You know, I never Definitely. thought about that because, like, at least as a student, for me personally, like, I feel like I couldn't focus because it was too many classes, too yeah. many work, yeah. too much work, yeah, yeah. too many tests. But if I had that maybe 15-minute, 30-minute session of just clear, right. calming my mind, that would help. Uh, t- that right. would definitely help. I never and, thought about that. And it, and it should be a lot of schools that have been doing that. Yeah. And when I actually brought it up to a lot of – well, first I brought it up to my high school coach, and I told him to bring it up to the board to see if we can actually have a meeting about it, and we're supposed to be going to a meeting next month. And it's just like – it's something that should be said. That That's something that's very, very important. Right. You don't have a minute to – 
you don't have 15 or 20 minutes to actually think about your life and calm your body down. All you have is going to classes, going from classes, and that time that you spend from going to classes and going from classes might be chaotic. You yeah. might be seeing people in the hallway doing crazy, you know what I'm saying, doing right. stuff that you're not even really supposed to be seeing at that time. Yeah. But it's just like you don't have a minute to stop and think about your actual life and calm your body and calm your nerves. That's something that you you actually need to do, and it's not practice enough. You there's, know what I'm saying? I feel like because we're so there's so many expectations forced upon us. Like at least during that phase of like high school, like our yep. parents expect us to do well, right? And then we have to expect to keep up a certain image and like right. And schools, like, so we could be accepted. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot to deal with. As a kid, I never thought about that. Yeah, it's that yeah. pressure. Yeah, you know, for real. But as far as like how how my depression kind of went when it came to school, like I already had um I had epilepsy since the age of eight. So my first seizure I had at um uh Washington School uh did the hundred yard dash. I came back in just passed out. It was over. Um, so I've had a couple seizures in that school. Um, but primarily my epilepsy was like in my sleep. So that already was like fucking me up. Cause I couldn't chill with my friends. I couldn't do certain things because they, I was a risk. Um, people didn't want me going certain places. I was always being monitored. And then mm-hmm. now you add the pressure of school. I never really had time to just self reflect on what already transparent, uh, going on in my life. Right. And uh, yeah, if you're able to get, because everybody's going through something, yeah, you know, some somebody always has that one thing in the back of their mind that they're trying to process and might not necessarily have the time for it. So, yeah, if we can get the kids an opportunity like that, that that could be amazing. That is. Because in, in my adulthood, um, I have more time to self-reflect and yeah. actually, like, process things that are going on in my life. Right. So it I helps. Hope, it helps a I lot. I hope that yoga pass through, bro. Yeah. For real. That'd be so dope. Yeah. That'd be a big change. And that's what we're working. And this is, and for me, it's just a start. Like, I want to have it through all of the high schools. I want to yeah. have it through every single high school in New Jersey. Word. United, like, it. it's bigger than that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's right. just, this is just a start. Like, why not start it from New Jersey? Why not start it with the people that see you going through these things and with even with Grizz saying about the epi, ep, epilepsy things like that like my mom got epilepsy you know what I'm saying like I've been through so much stuff as a kid and I didn't seen so much stuff just as a child like you know what I'm saying I, I didn't have to my mom can sit up here and call you right now and, t- and she'll tell you how many times I saved her life as a kid mm. like you know what I'm saying so I had to grow up real fast because it's just certain situations that you see that you shouldn't have seen. Like, I almost seen my mom die at eight years old. That's something that is, is, is just, un, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't even really fathom what you can see at a kid, at a, as a eye, as a kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's yeah. something that you can't really even talk about to certain people. Right. But that's another reason why we connect in a certain way because he understands and I understand. Yeah. Y'all kind of have similar Yeah, we have right. similar right. things and we, we have similar pain and we use that pain to put it in something to help other people. And yeah. it's crazy. Like, unfortunately, a lot of people aren't as lucky as you guys to have a proper outlet right. for escape from that darkness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of them just have therapy. But in our community, yeah. for some reason, therapy is shunned upon. It is, yeah, it is yeah. because, it, way, yeah. and you know why? It is because there's no there's no leaders in therapy. There's no people that's that's 
actually promoting therapy? When have you seen commercials that promote therapy? When have you seen ads that compo- that promote therapy? There's none. None, yeah. Because there's no leaders in it. It's like, if you do it, then you do it. Like, I didn't have a conversation with my father a couple months ago, and I was like, yo, I think I'm really, I think I really need therapy. Mm-hmm. And he laughed at me. Like, straight yeah. up laughed at me. That's the yeah. problem. And, that's, yeah. and, that's and the it's problem. a problem because it's like, and I can't blame him. I blame society because right. yeah. people feel that it's looked down upon. Like, you, you, you if weak. you go to therapy, yeah. you're yeah. crazy. Right. Like, it's something really mentally wrong with you if you yeah. go to therapy. Even as black men, we're looked at as, like, weak. Like, we're not as right. uh, manly, I right. guess, right. in a sense. If you, you Absolutely. Kind of right. and it's Absolutely. Trash. That's a trash statement. I know. It's a trash sentiment. But at the end of the day, like I said, like people, we we don't we don't promote things that can be looked down upon. Like we don't want to promote certain things that don't put us higher. Like therapy is something that we should all be promoting as a black community, but we don't do that because it's just like therapy makes it seem like people you're you're crazy. Yeah. Right. Rather than you need help, you're mentally crazy, mm-hmm. and that's a problem. Like, that's a real big problem. And that's the same thing as going back to yoga and things like that. You know how many times kids done got sent to fucking detention and doing stuff or hanging around with the wrong people? Mm -hmm. And you not even doing bad is just about your thought process or how you consume certain things. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But a little therapy can change your whole mindset. But people don't want to do it because it's just like... For sure, you, you retired. I always shout crazy? them. I always shout them out all the time. Talkspace, it's an yeah. app on your phone. Yeah. Go to Talkspace, man. That's just saved my life. And of course, like the support system I have from my, my loved ones and the support from this studio, right? Mm-hmm. Like I never, if I wasn't able to do this, yeah, I, I don't know what I'd be doing. You would be in deep shit. I would be in deep shit. So I'm, I'm always yeah. forever grateful for Gotham Podcast Studio because giving me an outlet to express myself. I've yeah. used Talkspace myself. Man, um, I, found I haven't out used about it. them through. Brilliant idiots. Yeah, and um, yeah, I I use them. Brilliant every, idiots. Every, it's another yeah. podcast. Charlemagne the God and, and uh, Andrew Schultz. Oh, and, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. thought you was about to say Charlemagne the God and uh, Joe Button. No, 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 they ain't. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, okay. they got with that culture shit. Yeah, was, yeah. Oh, okay. Nah. Yeah, but um, I'm glad to hear you guys are. Well, you guys are pretty much accepting of like uh, your depression. You understand it, and you you know what to yeah. do to work past it. Absolutely, like, self awareness is very key. I know what contributes to it. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I can do is try and mold my life to not even not even make it not relevant but i don't know i'm just looking for the moments where i can look past it yeah you know and that's that's probably why why i live the way i do like i'm i'm very like turn up all the time yes you know he is. I mean? yeah. don't let yeah. this man fool you like all the time? Yo, no <laughs> you don't you don't understand Yo, like so I he's I chill with him no <laughs> don't <laughs> are you a turn up that depends Yo. on who you are because <laughs> i'm not gonna tell you to be like yo it's, it's like a light t- switch it the, the times the that you need to turn hit this man up yeah okay. he will yeah. turn you up yeah. Whatever he'll get it right. Will I lose my relationship chilling with this guy? Damn. Uh, I'm yeah. not gonna say that on this <laughs> podcast. Whoever this, uh, if you know you got a lady or you got a fiance, I don't, I don't, I'm not contributing to that. But I'm all I'm saying is that, hand. yeah. <laughs> all, I, all I'm saying is that if you need to turn up, hit this man up. He'll get you right. Like, and, no, I didn't even know you was the party. The party. Yo, yeah, you I could. Mean, you could nah, nah, all right, all right, all right. So, like, high school parties and stuff, I was there. I was the nigga with the Game Boy in my pocket. You feel me? Because that was Game my Boy. wave at the time. Take yeah, it back was, to the Game Boy you know days. Know what I'm saying? Hey, Game Boy or hey, Game Boy events. My, my nigga, Poke, 
both of them. Yeah. Pokemon. Both, <laughs> po- both, both of them. Both of them. Pokemon you need Silver that, in you the need pocket. That shit you feel me? Yeah, <laughs> Pokemon Silver with the Lugie on the cover, you dig? Right. But, um, uh, like, I was always the house party dude. Like, I traveled a lot growing up by car. It was trash because I'm tall. And, um... <laughs> My my mom would drive down to North Carolina, or we would go up to Maryland. We would go to Baltimore. I had I have family everywhere. Like I'm well connected, and um, big plug, uh, you big know, plug. you know, I don't I don't need big that money. Label. <laughs> I'm, big money. I'm resourceful. Heard you. Big money. Big money. You know what I'm saying? Um, so by me traveling so much, I picked up a lot of cultures, picked up a lot of things, and um. What's it called? I forgot where I was even going. What, what was the question? You were tra- <laughs> traveling a lot. Traveling not, a not, lot. Not, were you before that? Well connected. Before you were talking about no. you were the party guy. And yeah. like, right, 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 yeah, right. So, so, so me, through me traveling and stuff like that, like I'm always in situations where sometimes, and also with the epilepsy, I was very indoors, you know, computer oh, okay. kid, blah, blah, blah. So I was on that early wave of like band camp, stuff like that, just finding music. And I love being around those people that were so into music like me. Like even being on Ear Milk was, I think Ear Milk was like a UK based um music um website or whatever mm-hmm. so i always honed in on people that was just like in the crib checking out music you know what i'm saying like the tiny chat shit i was talking about yeah so house party vibe we lit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. we got the gas we got drink what are you doing some acid some shrooms yeah, some this molly is, this is why he know? has this is why i don't like this man coming to my house you know what <laughs> i mean because i always be... got it <laughs> i always he, got it one day i want to do a podcast yo. where we could actually smoke in the studio i'm not sure if we'll be able to do that in the new studio probably not nah. yeah. that's like a hope one day to yeah. just be able to smoke live on yeah. a podcast my thing is yo. that i i just want to go back to what he was saying like i don't want you i don't want everybody to think that you can push past depression like nah. it's steps, like you know what I'm saying. Like, cause once, cause it's times where you think like, yo, I can push past something, and that's it. And then yeah. once that's it, and you fall right down, you gonna feel even worse than you felt before. Mm-hmm. So I just want people to know that, like, yo, it's it's a process. Like, don't think that your day that you do therapy, like I did, like my first day of doing therapy, I thought I was it. Like, yeah. I thought I was cured. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I thought, like, yo, I'm doing therapy now. Like, I'm happy. Nah, yeah. don't let that shit fool you. Like, it's a, it's a process. Like, it's a continued process. You got to continue doing it. You actually got to listen, and you actually got to, you know, calm your nerves or whatever like that. So just remember that it's a process. Everything is a process. I'm curious if what goes on the what go on the world, um, like, you know, the crazy corrupt politics, okay. Nipsey's death, does that affect, yeah. like, you're conscious at all in terms of making content just in general? Absolutely. Because Nipsey's death kind of affects, it's starting to affect me more and more each day because, you know, the body is a shell, right? But the mm-hmm. energy can always be felt and it's just undeniable. And what I could see from his, it was very, very bright, very, very warm. You never saw him wilding out ever. Nah, right. Everyone has nothing but good stories about but this guy. A- again, again, that's, <clears throat> and not to put him down, but that's the that's the stuff that you see before you actually seen him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, as you know, He's, you know, certified in doing the things that he was doing before then. Not to say that that contributed to to his death, because I would never, I would never say anything like that. You know what I'm saying? But it, 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 it has a tag on you. Like, you know, you have a, you have a certain, you know, auras that you carry with yourself when you 
get into that spotlight for the rest of your life mm -hmm. for the rest yeah. of your life and mm -hmm. it's nothing that you can really actually do about it it's just something that you have to carry yeah. mm -hmm. so when people be like oh he's a great guy yeah i i absolutely 110 percent agree he was a great man he was a great man to his wife his kids all of that to the artistry to the music but what was happening before that you know what i'm saying you you, you know you kind of get a sense of what was going on before that I think the way I'm you starting know. to see the situation more and more, it's just the yin and yang of life, right? He was doing so much great. So, Dark Balance. Is, is naturally attracted to Balance. that. And I, I don't see any other reason why he would be killed because it it's not fair, honestly. Right. He it's was, not. He was killed just off the strength, I feel, in my opinion, is just jealousy. You know, Nipsey coming back in the yeah. hoods. Yeah. So that guy's perception to kill him was probably stunning. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But he was just trying to help out. And mind you, he put YG on, so him looking at it on the standpoint of, oh, you putting on bloods, and I'm from your neighborhood, Yeah, and you ain't going to mess with me. Right. You know, you tripping. When, yeah. You know? When y'all saw the news, Nipsey's passing, how did it affect y'all? What were y'all first initial thoughts? Did we all fans of him prior? So, uh, not really. I really didn't listen to his music. I mean, I heard his music, music around, but as far as, like, on my own time, I never really listened to his music. Yeah. But, I mean... It really sucks that it takes, you know, a death to make people realize what's exactly. Going on. Yeah. It and makes, that, it takes a death to bring people together. Like yeah, it, yeah. it sucks. I hate that. I hate that so much. Like now you're starting to see all these posts of the, him shooting this positivity. Like I, I never really listened to Nimsy <laughs> Hustle like that, but I listened to what he was saying as a person. Yeah. Like I liked him more as a person rather than an artist. I didn't yeah. really listen to his music like that just because you know, at that time, I was just working on my own little craft. Yeah. Yeah. So I never really listened to his old, like, his music, even his old stuff that was really jumping, jumping. And it's crazy. It I takes just saw things death. that from him. It takes his death for people to just now start listening right. to his music. Like, right, right. Like, just yeah. people that just started listening to his music, you know what I'm saying? But that's how the game go, you know what I'm saying? And and we got to really, we got to change that. Yeah, that's really how the game go. Yeah. Like, and now, in a couple months from now, you won't hear nothing from him. Nope. I hope well, that's not true. You won't hear nothing nah, from him. Not, you're not going to hear nothing. I'm a, I'm you're not going to hear nothing from him. Nah, nah, I'm nah. going to do what I can to keep his message alive because it's very important. Ownership, right. Absolutely. leadership. Absolutely. But we all know in this room, like, that's that's facts. Like, you're not going to hear a couple yeah, months is. from now yeah, when something yeah. happens or something new drastic happens about an artist or something like that, you won't hear shit from him. People's attention spans are crazy with social media. Crazy. I can't yeah. say... I, I got two points I want to make. I can't say necessarily once... Like the dust settles, he'll fade away because I look at it on the art aspect of like there's a lot of things that have happened that necessarily won't get picked up until later on. Like certain right. certain yeah. artists back in the day, like graphic art, not graphic artists, like you know painters or drawers or whatever. Some of their artists just resurfacing, but people are looking at it as dope because it's vintage. It's gonna be a time everything repeats, you know. Yeah, and then true. whether whether you on a Cali playlist, you know the the Cali playlist we could put on today gonna have some too short, gonna have some E forty or whatever. But in the future, it's gonna have that nip. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. then people gonna still vibe with it. Um, the other point I wanted to make was um, like we talked about a little bit earlier. I grew up around uh, around a lot of Crips, and I um I know a lot of the history with um some of the sets. Nipsey's death affected me the same way Stanley Tukey Carter's death affected me. Mm. Um mm. definitely a man that had a, a a past and he was he was developing something greater than himself. Um not necessarily always the most righteous way in the views of the people, but um, 
you know, definitely a, a stand-up that's, individual. That's that's something that I really need to, like, I don't know. That's a little bit because he's a different type of person. Like, rather Tukey? than them say, yeah, Tukey was a different type of man. Nipsey was uh, on a whole different level as far as positivity. He was saying it and doing it. Right, yeah, right, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Tukey was Tukey. Right. I'm you know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not, I'm just saying, I'm trying to get your yeah, aspect yeah, yeah. of, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to I pick mean, your brain about Tukey, it. Tukey definitely changed the people with like the books he was writing while he was incarcerated. And right. also he was, he was killed by the state. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which I feel as though shouldn't so happen. So you think Nipsey wasn't killed by the government or the state? Shoot. That's, that's some whole other shit. And plus, hmm. man, I don't really know the facts on that, man. That's some wild shit. I don't shit. Like, like to put that out there, hey. but it, it, the government is Capable of that because you know there was a black hey, man. Man, we know the man. You was, buck at my brother and I'm there. You getting yeah. blasted, bro? Yeah, we know. The, we know. <laughs> like, we know the. Then the government yeah. put a we black man truth. in the, in the black we, Panther party. We know the information yeah. on them. So we yeah. know the truth. We we see the we, we see the, the process and we know it. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I, I'm not gonna talk about it because you know this is your podcast. I don't really want to go into depth with it. You can say whatever. I, don't, I mean. It's up to you. Freedom My thing is, press, brother. I, I'm. I mean, <laughs> we we know the truth. It's not nothing that is is hidden about it. This man got shot in front of his store with security. With there. security there. Nine times out of ten, when it's a a main artist or whatever, whatever is popping, whatever your main artist. Talk about J Cole, Drake. You have how many security guards with you? So with that being said, you probably got three or four or five, whatever, such and such, et cetera. Now you walking out of the store that you've built. This is not a a, a regular store. Home base. This is home base. Ground zero. Something that your neighborhood knows. Everyone else in that city knows that this is your store. You walk out of that store with all the security that you got and you're the only one that's getting shot. No, but no, Nip- he, he someone got else got shot. Else. But like yeah. Nipsey doesn't move for security. Like that right. was his brother's concern because right. he would tell him, like, yo, you can't kind of move around just by yourself. Right. But, but he has always se- resistant to that. But yeah. he has security there. Yeah. He has security there for a reason. They, they were in and the my, store at the time. They were in the store at the oh, time. But they, my thing is it, the it. reason that they were in the store at the time, they already had a previous argument before the shooting happened. The whole homie came into the store. Is what people don't realize. He was in the store. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's all of a sudden it just it just happened. Homie was in the store and they was talking about something. You know what I'm saying? They don't have the audio or whatever. I'm pretty sure it might yeah. come out sooner or later. Yeah. But you can see it in the footage. You can see that in the footage that it wasn't a pleasant conversation. Then all of a sudden you walk out of the store, such and such happened, you get shot or whatever, you know, whatever the case is. Now that they saying that the same man that that the same lawyer that did OJ's trial yeah. is the same lawyer for him. Where is he getting this type of revenue? Where is he getting this type of money that he can have that type of lawyer? I thought it was like the backing of the LAPD, right? You, because the yeah. LAPD won't get their make their quotas and get their money just off right. uh parking tickets. So uh-huh. they probably want to keep that chaos going. So I could see that, but I don't I I personally I just don't think so because I I just think that certain police officers and certain certain people in that higher power yeah. they understand what's going on. You see a man that's in politics, you see a man that's 
that's providing providing good for his family yeah. and also for the neighborhood and feeding them knowledge about certain things, right. you understand what's going on. You want to stop it into it. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know you do. You know what I'm saying? I just think that it wasn't nothing. It wasn't on no street. It wasn't completely on no street shit. I think it was a dibble and dabble in something else. But that's my own perspective of it. You know, I can't speak for everybody else. You know, I didn't have plenty of arguments with people like, yo, that's just some street shit. And I'd just be like, okay. You know, I just think it was something else rather than that. Well, you know, it's, it's three sides to every story. The, Absolutely. Yeah. The truth. The fate and what really happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace, Nipsey. Though Your, the body is a show, like I said. Real, rest en- in peace, Nipsey. The energy lasts forever. It's still here. Yeah, It'll be embedded into uh, you know, his kids. Continues. Do y'all believe in like reincarnation? Like absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like someone will kind of embody his same message and sure. same attitude. In a and I also, way. I also really want to put a big, you know, dip into his children, and I hope they really, you know, getting through and trying to, you know push forward and trying to be as great as they want to be. And also with Laura London, too, because that's a big loss for her. Facts. You know, we really talking about Nipsey, you know, you know how how big that Nipsey was with her. So I just really push, you know, for his kids and his wife. Well, just I don't know if that was family. his wife. Yeah, for the, the whole, whole family. family and especially for the whole family. I right. don't know if that was his wife. Yeah. We always pushing for kids to have their father around. And we Absolutely. just witnessed this man get... You know, taken mm-hmm. away from him. Yeah. You know, yeah. and not not only did he get taken away, he was an outstanding father to his kids. Right. Mm-hmm. So they lost not only a, a parent but a guardian through through this life that we live. And you LA know. lost the leader at the end of the exactly. day. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. That's a that's a that's a big thing. Yeah, bro. <laughs> LA lost the like that's a, he wasn't even just an artist; like he was just a leader. Uh, what kind of L.A. type of artist you know that's really in politics as much as he was? Yeah. Nobody. 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 His music wasn't that, like, he's big, but his music wasn't that big. It was Because wasn't. the actions he did for his community was so much bigger mm-hmm. than, than his music. But the world still loved him regardless. Right, right. You know? So. Rest in peace. Uh, I'm curious when y'all are creating your own music, do y'all tune out other music or and you just need to hear your own sound yeah, and yeah. is that a distraction? Have to. I mean, it becomes a distraction when you're, you know, listening to the radio every day or listening to everybody else's music, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But as far as like my camp, his camp, you know, everybody we all got our own instrumentals, our own mm-hmm. sound right. and our own library. So we focus on our sound, you know what I'm saying? I mean, for me it's easy to tune out everything else. Hmm. Um, and how do y'all know when y'all are done with the song? I mean, for producers, it's probably a bit more meticulous in the longer process yeah. to figure out when you're done. But like, is it a feeling? Is it just something? Sometimes you know? it sucks because like you have a great song and you just got all these thoughts just running. It's just like, damn, that sound good. You know, that that goes. Right. It's just like sometimes right. it's just never ending. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you just really got to pick and choose. Like, I. Right, let me finish this damn song. What do I really want to, you know, put in this song? You know what I'm saying? Remember right. the remix era? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like where they was just dropping, Remixing but then like everything. Then mm-hmm. they had the remix era when the beat was flipped, or you dropped the reverse on it, or whatever. So, like, there's always something you can add, change, manipulate. Yeah, it's just like always, yeah. bro. It's a never-ending process. You never, know, never yeah. So it's like, like the beat that um 
Rover touched on earlier with um the song Depression, that beat was from like 2014. Mm-hmm. And the way I made it, I made it for a rapper to be like, you know, rambunctious shit. But the way he approached it, you know, it's just it's like when it catches you, it's just at that good time. It's just a different it's a different feeling. And, you know, as him as a producer, he just have a certain as a producer, what I had to learn is that, you know, certain producers have certain feelings mm-hmm. when they make a beat. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They have a certain idea of how artists would jump on it. Yeah. But with me, it's just like you don't know what you're going to get. Like, you, you might get it. something that you, you like. Know, you might get know. something that, you know what I'm saying? You really mm-hmm. never know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what's y'all, just how it is. What's y'all process like when actually making a song? Do you actually write on pen and pad or is it iPhone? I still write on pen and pad. Phone. I, do I do both. I do both, bro. I do both, but more pen and pad because I like to. I really like to write. I'd be I fearful like of losing write. the rhymes if I wrote it on pen and pad. Yeah, I'm not gonna lose my phone as easy right. as I mean, I'd be scared, yeah. you know, writing in my phone. You might, you know, you, uh, could, you could lose that's data. That's the thing. True. You lose can data, lose data. You know? yeah. lose and the thing phone. is a lot of a lot of technology can be corrupted. That's yeah. what I you know, that's something that slept on too. But I, I just I really like my things on piece of pen and paper because I know exactly where it's at. Mm. I know how to get to it. Yeah. I can read it how I wanna read it. You know what I'm saying? Perfect. So shit with me, um, Writing bars is definitely on my phone, just because, like I said, I'm an internet baby, so technology always... Um, bars. You know, what's <laughs> Bars. But um, music-wise, like production, it just comes to me. I could be watching... Uh, um, uh, not not Curtis Mayfield, Um, he had the movie Boss Nigga, came out in, mm, yeah. like, 60-something... That's, um, that's early, yeah. I, I sampled that track because, like, I'll just be sitting there and, like, the tune of it, it'll just catch me at a moment. Or, you know, I, I, I spoke on my, my my drug use a little bit. I'm a very trippy individual, so I watch, like, Yellow Submarine, um, mm. uh, Akita, anime shit, um, was it Heavy Traffic. Um, so those trippy films, they, like, activate something in my brain when I hear yeah. these sounds. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me want to go to my beat machine and work on these products. I want to do a full um, Daft Punk album, their album Homework. They have a movie that goes to it called Interstellar 555. But I, I want to try and, like, remix that whole album. At I first I thought you were, like, one of those producers who sits in the studio making beats, but, like, the yeah. TV's on silent. Yeah, that's no, that's me too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I I put up a post recently where I was like, me and my cousin, um, shout out my man Dwayne, big OKG supporter. Uh, yeah, shout out to Dwayne. <laughs> Let's uh, go. Back in the day, we used to just put Scarface on on repeat, put it on the DVD player, mm. and then just play music. Because while we're playing music, sometimes what they're saying will link up with the lyrics. Yeah, and right. that was like funny to us. You know what I'm saying? But it was kind of like molding my brain just to like make stuff that went to those moments or yeah. match that vibe uh we got five minutes left unfortunately i just want to know what y'all working on right now do you have any projects coming Shit. any new songs well, on the way well i know for me we we got our okg project that's coming out yep um it's supposed to be OKG. around in 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 june um awesome. we actually working on it far as right now like we got a couple songs done but it's going to be finished very soon, and it's going to be something that's very epic to me. A lot of a lot of mixture. Crazy production. Yeah, crazy, crazy bars. production. Crazy bars. And it's going to be something that's 
really going to hit certain vibes with certain people inside the camp and outside the camp. You know, I, I just really want to hit certain tempos when it drop. I don't want it to be something that's regular as as far as my last project. I want it to be something that's really going to hit people's tempo and have you think a little bit like this conversation that we have now. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be something that just okay, yeah, you heard it, and then that's it. Like, I want something that you really going to think about because that's what art is. Like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? It is. A painting that you can keep and keep looking at at the wall, not something that you can walk past and say, oh, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Dope. Yeah. yeah, right now I just got um Black Queen out, um, but I'm working towards something for the females. Um, I'm not going to say it's upbeat. I'm not going to say it's, like, super slow, but, like, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's gonna be a little in between that. Uh, I'm thinking more like before the summertime. I really don't got a name yet. I was gonna call it Flower Girl, but I think I'm still debating off that. Um, it's gonna be ten tracks. Um, but yeah, right now I just got Flower Girl. I'm just pushing um, Black Queen right now as much as possible. Dope. But um, the next yeah. album is just gonna be strictly just like for the females. Because right. like I was telling you, like I think I feel like the females they they really need they need something for themselves right they need now. Representation Absolutely. outside yeah. of themselves, um, sure. Absolutely. And it's just like you know, this this album's gonna be for the females. The next album, who knows? Because like I'm trying to touch all bases. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's no telling what I'm gonna come with next. You know. Right. And last question. Let's say tomorrow, all y'all woke wake up with blue checks on your social media. I mean, you're not really on it, but nah. you say you, you say you get one. <laughs> I ain't like, no, bro. Who's the first person care. you DM and to work with, and the first chick you DM and to try to holler at? Tiana Trump. Damn, that's a good question. Off rip. I'm putting oh, my thumb in it. Damn. <laughs> Tiana <laughs> Trump. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's a great pick. Yeah. Who would you work the with? The first who's, person I'm gonna work with. Who would I work with? Shit. I'm a um Daft Punk. Daft Punk? Off rip. Off rip. Um, ain't nobody else on know. my list. That's a good question, bro. I wouldn't necessarily be reaching out to people to work with. Like, if I feel like if I was verified, I'd just be working on my own shit. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I, I'm i not even going to be like, yo, let me hop on some, yo, you trying to work, work, you know what I'm saying? I just would I mean, really They are trying to be arms reach, though, with that blue, that check, blue check, though. That is word. true. So that, that is true. That blue check ain't, you know, know. ain't the world. That blue check ain't yeah, the world. Yeah, and it's like, some people, I some one, people, though. some people, I'm not saying you won't want one, because I would like one, too, but it's just like, it's just like, I wouldn't be... Soon as I get it, I wouldn't think I would be step above yeah. from me doing what I'm doing. Like you know what I'm saying? Because absolutely, you gotta understand that one check is one follower from you not getting that one check. Word. So you thinking that you hot, you real hot shit, but you just Word. got one more follower or ten more followers than whatever next man. So it's just like I don't know. I just would. It working on my you. craft. Yeah, it don't, it it don't really define don't you, bro. Because, yo, it, keep it a bean. You're just working on your craft. That's it, yo. I went to Exotica last year, and um, the world is your oyster, my nigga. Word. Take that as you will. I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all want to shout out your social media? We can get out of here. Where can the people find you? All right, y'all can find me on Instagram at KRockTheIllis, K underscore R-O-C underscore D-A underscore I-L-L-E-S-T. That's K-Rock, the illest. Google Grizz LaFleur and take a trip down the rabbit hole. What? What? Okay. Anyway, (laughs) Instagram name is Ricky Rover. Ricky, R-I-C-K-Y, another R, and another R-O-V-E-R. 
Ricky Rover, follow me. Where and all this oh. would be in the bio, and I'll definitely post about this shit as soon as it drops. Uh, yeah, word. thank you for coming, yo. Dead yeah, ass. yeah, yeah, no, no, no for real, for real. Before this shit end, this shit we fun. gotta do this shit again. No, I know I came, <laughs> I know yeah, I sure. came a little bit late, yeah. but uh, who we got. Who time you running on, bro? Uh, yo, bro, you know what I'm saying. I came all the way from. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I feel you. I feel I'm all. I'm always making a move, so I, I just want to really and be so I could be out here for this. We definitely gotta do this again, though, bro. Anytime, yo. For real, yo, for real. I appreciate you. This is my first interview, and I, I appreciate it. Bro. I hope I did like, a good job. I tried my oh, no. best. Nah, you, you do a great professional. <laughs> you do you you working, bro? You working? That's it. Uh, wherever you listen to this podcast, please utilize the rating system and follow them all on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at at Introverted Intuition Pod, and that's it. Thank you for listening.